no one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. All right, Buffalo, Miami. That Bills team that just beat Skylar Thompson by three and a defense that allowed 31, does that look like a team that's ready to make a Super Bowl run to you? No, it didn't. I mean, I I don't see how you could watch that game and come away with that answer. That, like, that was a statement to the rest of the league that they're ready to take no prisoners. But I'll say this. You know, outside of San Francisco, there really wasn't another team this weekend who did. You know, the Bengals didn't. The, no, Bills I mean, the Bengals didn't. had, what, 250 yards of offense? The Bengals didn't. The Bills didn't. The Jaguars were down 27 to nothing. The Giants aren't a contender. Cowboys were um, pretty good. The Cowboys did, right. But as far as the AFC goes, like, nobody in those three games really looked like if they played that game at Arrowhead that they would win. Well, I guess not an arrowhead for Buffalo being Atlanta, but you get what I'm saying. Like that effort was not going to be good enough for them to beat Reed and Mahomes. No, no, a, no AFC team played an A or even a B B plus game this week. No, no question. That's true. I, I was not surprised by the carelessness of Josh Allen because. How could you be, given his affinity for turnovers and high-risk, high-reward plays? I was surprised how high-scoring it was. And that even with – because it wasn't like bubble screen to Tyreek Hill, he runs away from everybody. Like, that was, like, pretty consistent, not fluky, in your house, Skylar Thompson – moving the ball, carving you up. I mean, it could have been worse. Waddle had a couple of big drops. Like, that. that Miami was doing what it wanted to on offense. Miami lost the game when on third and 19, they had Thompson throw the ball backed up in his own end. That was yeah. the game right there. That interception changed the game. And if not for that, maybe they, they pull the upset. There's a difference between being aggressive, which I like, and just being reckless. And that was just an uncalled for play. Like, I don't even think, like, there, obviously, if you have Josh Allen, you roll the dice there, but you got to know who you're playing with in that situation, my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I agree. They just, they just started so flat and with the drops and they got themselves into a hole and, you know, overcame it and it was close the rest of the way and everything, but it just, it felt like it felt like if that game like started in the second quarter and then they played four quarters, like they just like gave them like a chance to like kind of calm down and get into the game that Miami would if it, if it was a five quarter game, it felt like Miami was going to win. Um, so but I mean, but again, since he wasn't that impressive either. So I don't have a strong well, feel. The only thing I'll say about Buffalo, I do think they get this pass. They knew they were playing a bad team. And I think human nature set in a little bit 
They got up so big in the first quarter. They thought, oh, what the hell? We can, like, now we can go for style points. And that's when Allen really just started going bombs away. And they really weren't taking what the defense gave them. And so I don't want to rule that out as um, a reason why the game got close. And, you know, it almost, it's like Rocky won. You know, Apollo went out there, just thought he could goof around with Balboa until he got punched in the face a few times. And, you know, they realized it was a fight in the second half. But at that point, Miami had some confidence and felt like they could win the game. And there's pros over there on defense. And obviously with their skill, with with their wide receivers. So that's the only thing I'll say about Buffalo is I understand how or why they took their foot off the gas the way that they did in that game. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. So they've now won Cleveland, Detroit, New England, the Jets, Miami, Bears, Patriots, Miami. So Bills have won eight straight, and they get the Bengals, who in the third matchup with an awesome defense, an AFC North battle, Tyler Huntley, um, they struggled. That game could have gone either way. More injuries for Cincinnati, but did how how did how ugly that game was for the Bengals make you doubt them? Because I'm just kind of curious. Like both teams didn't look good. Both teams have Super Bowl aspirations. Who do we doubt more, Bengals or Bills? Well, the Bengals had the Bengals had tangible things happen to them that I think are harder to get over, like their offensive line injuries now. Yeah, right. Right tackle, right guard, Jonah Williams. That now, right, they're gonna have three backups on the offensive line for this game. And their left guard was like the weakest of the entire group who's still healthy. He's a late round pick, he's a day three pick rookie. Yep. So you're kind of back to where you were in the playoffs last year. So, you know, to defend them a little bit, you could say, well, it wasn't a hindrance, it didn't prevent them. Burrow got sacked a million times in Tennessee. You know, he wasn't protected in the first half of the Kansas City game. They still found a way to get to the Super Bowl. But I don't think lightning is going to strike twice here. Um, I don't feel as good about them as I did a couple of weeks ago before Kappa and Collins got hurt. I think, you know, those guys, Collins were, like, I think Collins is a good pass protector and bad run blocker. I might have that flipped. But I know he's really good at one thing and kind of average at the other. Um, you know, they I think didn't you run do the, have it flipped. Okay. They didn't run the ball well in the game either. So well, no, I mean, but no, nobody runs on Baltimore, man. I think that, that to me, that's the thing. Like the Ravens defense is playing awesome since they got Roquan. And that's not what Buffalo's defense is. So I think that to me, of the two games, Buffalo's struggles were more alarming because of the turnovers and Skylar Thompson, whereas Harbaugh, you've talked a lot about how great he is as a road playoff coach, their defense, how tough those AFC North battles were. Like the total in that game was only 40. Like that, that game played to basically the expectation. Oh, and by the way, we are undefeated in giving out show bets. Yes, we are. 4-0 and in giving out show bets because it, it was a struggle. Uh, but the uh, the Giants-Bengals teaser came home. 
for us. Giants was easy. Bengals was a sweat the whole way. But um, we are 4-0 in first and pod show bets. And and so, yeah, I, I think that like between the two teams, I'm willing to give Cincy a little bit more of a pass because Baltimore's defense is awesome and their coach is awesome. Uh, but I don't really have a great feel for that game next week. I could, I mean, to me, that is the to Bill's Bengals is the definition of a toss up. Yep. And it, it, for me, it's right there when we preview the games on Thursday, but I think it's the best of the four games in the divisional round that matchup because they were both viewed as yeah. Super Bowl contenders. So it's not, it's not quite Chiefs and Bills last year, but it's probably among the four this year, maybe not head and shoulders better, but I think the clear choice to be the best game. I think the yeah, Baltimore. You get the DeMar Hamlin, the fact that they didn't get to play it a yeah. couple of weeks ago. I, I think the Baltimore loss is almost equally compelling to me, if not more interesting to me than who the Bengals are moving forward because it's, you know, people were saying, Oh, there actually isn't that much bad blood there. You know, there were some, some people were trying to mask or paper over what looked like a clear falling out. The guy didn't, Lamar didn't make the trip to Cincinnati. It's done. He's not going to be there next year. I don't see, I don't, unless Steve Biscotti, the owner just tells the front office and coaches, give this guy what he wants, basically hand him a blank check, which I don't see coming. I don't think he'll overstep his bounds. He's not going to play there again, Danny. Yeah, I don't I don't think so either. I heard Mark Schlereth on Nick's show today, uh, First Things First on Fox Sports 1. Very good show. Check it out. Uh, he's a yep. big supporter of First and Pod. Uh, say, you know, if, if the issue is swelling, you don't put guys on planes because that could – you know, uh, help delay it. Um, but even if, even if you say him not traveling with the team, even if you say that's a non-story, the Instagram post isn't (laughs) like, you know, the Instagram post about like taking care of what got you there and you will be rewarded and all that. Like everyone was talking about that being about his relationship with the team. I read that about his taking care of his body. Like he was questioned by, ex-players you know Sammy Watkins was like gotta get out there I'm like fucking Sammy Watkins yeah I got hurt a hundred times in his career like uh Mike Vick like put a brace on and go play I mean what what are these guys talking about like he you're doing that to like a like one of your NFL player brothers who is dealing with an injury and telling you that he's hurt I was shocked at that like I know it's a playoff game and all that but like with all the money on the line and the injuries and how much players stand up for each other, I was a little surprised that there was any dissension among the ranks uh, from former players. I think it gets worked out one way and one way only if they meet his price. Which they won't do. Correct. But money could heal a relationship. But if but I think he knows they're not going to come with that offer. That's why they both played it the way that they did. I, I think you're right. And I don't think that there's any guarantee that the franchise tag resolves this because we see guys hold out under the franchise tag all the time. And I could easily see Lamar saying, trade me. Tag and trade. Plenty of teams would trade for Lamar Jackson. I don't know who, 
But again, do you think he'd play on the tag for another team? No, I think that he would. That, no, well, because if you trade for Lamar Jackson, you are willing to pay Lamar Jackson. No, but did, can he play on the tag for a team? He can, right? Yeah, yeah, but I, but I think I think that like it would be one of those things where it would say, okay, Vegas, you're gonna trade your first round, you're gonna trade the the what do they have the seventh pick in the draft? You know, just as a hypothetical, they probably wouldn't do that, but seventh pick in the draft for Lamar. Because I was just gonna say, you know, in a year, if he would be willing to go the Kirk Cousins route and go tag tag deal. Tag, tag, deal. Yeah. I could 100% see New England trading for him. And seeing Belichick go with the like, I'll pay him $40 million a year for two years and then have at him, folks. I and, just, and just run him for 1,500 yards next year. Yeah. That'd be fun. I and think do you think Jackson would say no to him? No idea. I because think you've said things like he just wants to play, he'll play, you know, his, he's a play first guy. It it seemed like he was the whole year. And I and I and I I tend to believe players when they tell me that they're hurt. I'm funny that way. Um but I think that he really wants that Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed deal. So who would give it to him? No, no, nobody. I I think that the owner. I I don't think we're gonna see another one. I think the owners have colluded, and they're saying like, I, I can't believe this happened, and how did we get here? If we if we do this, we're in danger of becoming baseball. Except we're the most violent sport that there is. <laughs> what the hell are we doing? We yeah. can't we can't be giving out fully guaranteed contracts. Now, obviously, the players deserve it, but. They're like, I, I, if Pat Mahomes, you don't think there's an owner who would be like in the wake of the Hamlin tragedy, be like, you know what? Let's give this guy guaranteed money to to give Demar Hamlin the money. No, I mean like that 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 there was a sea change in terms of like maybe we are more willing to give guys guaranteed money because we're now more cognizant of the risk that's associated with the game I, that we have. I, I think that they're willing to give a shitload of guaranteed money, but I don't think they're willing to give a hundred million. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole contract, five year deals to running quarterbacks. Yeah. You, you know, if Mahomes couldn't get fully guaranteed and I know that he signed before Watson, but no, I, I I think that the owners are gonna do a, draw a line in the sand and say I we have no idea why Cleveland did this we it should have that type of thing was precedent setting and there should have been some level of approval that we had to sign off on like like how the the NBA like stepped in and blocked the Chris Paul trade like I I'm, I'm like shocked that contract was allowed to be given and I don't think that we're gonna see another one for a long 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 time.